Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Housewives of True Crime. That's right. Up in here, up in here. Yeah. What a do, barbecue. Nothing. Summer t- summertime. Well, it's actually um when this case comes out, it's wrapping up. It is wrapping up, right? Yes, this one's coming out on the 8th. No. Yes, on the 8th. So by the next time you all hear from us, 
after this case, my kids are going to be in school. I'm so ready for my kids to be back in school. When do they go back? The 17th, actually. Okay, so two days after that. So, I mean, you're basically at the end, too. Yeah, I mean, we're like pulled out. Yesterday, we went to the pool. Code Brown situation Uh, was such a bummer. Dude, we actually had a Code Brown situation at a family pool. My son was like, Mom, I think one of these babies pooped in the pool. And it was a fully formed, like, turd. Right? Oh, my gosh. I know. And so we didn't all get out. One of the moms was like, oh, I think it was my son. So she just grabbed it. And all the moms were like, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's so funny because so I'm nosy, right? And I see the lifeguards are in there. You know, they got the big scooper and they're going through and it doesn't look like they're getting anything. Is there anything to get? I didn't see anything. And all the kids were standing around. Okay. Because the kids are nosy too. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I see something over there. But they're pointing out like paper and toys and stuff that just ends up in the pool. Right. Yeah. So I went up to them as I'm leaving and said, hey, I'm just curious. Did somebody find the poop or did someone come and tell you that they pooped? (laughs) (laughs) I just need to know. And they told me that this mom came up to them and said, hey, you know, my baby has a swim diaper on, but he pooped in it in the pool. So and they decided to get everybody out of the pool because the baby pooped in it. So, I mean, yes, isn't that why you wear a swim diaper? I don't fault them at all. I asked them, did you find anything? And they just shook their heads. No, but um, I don't fault them at all because it's like when somebody says poop, they just, you know, once that train has left the station, they got to shock the pool, you know, everybody get out. I want to lecture that mom about keeping her trap shut about the baby pooping in the pool. That's why you have a diaper on. Don't. Yeah. Like that's why you put the swim diaper on. Am I right? My day. (laughs) I had my laptop. I was going to let my kids swim, get some work done. Yeah. And you were unable. And I was unable. Oh, you know where I'm going? Did I talk about this on the last podcast? I'm going to see Garth Brooks. That is so fun. I know. And I, my husband really wanted a cowboy hat to go to this concert, but I don't think I could buy a cowboy hat for him. I think you have to actually like try on the hat yourself. Don't you think? I don't think it's like a, you buy it for somebody kind of thing. Oh, well, I think, yeah, I mean, sure. You know, a great place to do that is at the Texas State Fair. There's like a real famous hat guy. Oh, it's coming. I know. Bitch. Are you coming back? I don't know. Because we're going to be at the podcast festival one month before. Right? Yeah. Damn it. So if you can swing it, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. If you guys want to we'll come see. meet us, we're going to do a meet and greet at the um, at, in Dallas uh, sometime, I think maybe the 26th of August, whatever that Friday is. Right. In the Dallas area. I hope you have so much fun at Garth Brooks. You know, he puts on a hell of a show, I hear. And I am a fan, but, you know, I'm more of a fan of his wife. I just, I have a girl crush on Trisha Yearwood. What if she comes? You're going to be real jealous. Oh, she's coming. 
she's going to be there. She shows up on stage. Listen, I follow them on Facebook. She's always there and she always comes out. She, oh, that's going to be fun. And you know, the thing about Garth Brooks, you guys, is he does not hike up his price of tickets like everybody else. Did you hear Bruce Springsteen had his tickets up to like $5,000 a seat? Really? That's crazy. And by the way, that is just, that's not resale from somebody else, I don't think. I think that's just like how much the original ticket was going for, which is crazy bananas. And so Garth, I think his tickets were at most $98 a ticket at the most. Wow. Which is amazing. They're so good, right? Yeah. Everything she does is good. She changed my life. I started watching her cooking show. She taught me about pimento cheese. Oh, my gosh. In Texas. So good. Texas has pimento cheese a lot, and it is so good. I hadn't had it since I, or before I moved here. Yeah. I just made her key lime cake in Palm Springs. Mm. And that's like a, a staple. If you, it's a really good cake. Super moist. Delicious. Great. All right. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, Trisha. Uh, do you have a case for us today? Oh, I do. Yeah, sure. Let's let's do that. Okay. Today's case is brought to us by listener suggestion all the way across the pond by one of our UK listeners, Katie Ellen. Katie. Katie is such a UK name, I think. It's like a British name, right? Kate. Katie. It's a good name. I've never met a Kate or a Katie I didn't like. I if Colton was gonna be girl. She was going to be a form of Kate also. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. It really right? is. Yeah. yeah. She posted it in our group. So just telling you people, that's a good place to post it. I'm doing another one next week um, that somebody posted in our group also. Yeah. Okay. And if you want to go to our group, it's Housewives of True Crime group on Facebook. Okay. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well... So from the UK. So obviously I'm going to tell you about another UK resident named Tracy Andrews. Tracy grew up in the small town of Alve Church primarily, but lived in various parts of the Birmingham area, which is kind of in the middle of England, about two and a half hours from London. Mm-hmm. She was the middle child and her parents divorced when she was six. According to Tracy's mother, aside from the divorce, she had a very normal childhood. But I also read the root of Tracy's parents' divorce was that they had a real volatile relationship. Also, I'm not 100 on this, but I don't think her father was in the picture a whole lot after the divorce. Her mother remarried and Tracy gained a couple of half-siblings from her mother's new union. And Tracy grew up to be kind of an attention seeker for men. From a young age, she wore a lot of makeup. Mm -hmm. Like the foundation line. too much. Too much. She doesn't need it, okay? She fancied herself an aspiring model. Remember in the 80s and the 90s when girls could go, you could go to the mall and get your glamour shots taken? Yes, I did it with a friend. Shut up. Yeah, I did. How have I never seen these pictures? (laughs) 
I don't know how you have never seen these pictures. But yeah, you better dig them up. I, <laughs> with the baggy jeans and the crop top, it's almost like the girls are wearing now. But the more I had more eyeliner on back then. Yeah, well, they gave you, you know, it looked like they smeared like Vaseline on the lens. You know, they made everybody look, you know, like perfect. It's like it's like the filter of today. (laughs) It used to be a thing. I mean, before we were all like so narcissistic on social media, that's what we did to be narcissistic was you got your glamour shots taken and then you handed it out to everybody. You put it up in your house. Right. Yes, it was a thing. Tracy loved pictures of herself. She cared a whole lot about her looks and she was very attractive. She did not need all that makeup and such. And so it would seem there was kind of some insecurity behind that. And if I'm playing armchair psychologist, which I am comfortable playing because I watched a lot of Oprah, then I would say she kind of grew up to become that girl because she fought for attention during her childhood. Tracy got daddy issues. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know the type. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> Tracy had a child when she was 21 in 1991. Things didn't work out with her and the father. He stated what others that are familiar with Tracy have said. Tracy had a bit of a temper. She ran a little hot. Not afraid to yell in public. Ooh, even in public. Yeah, even in public. You know what they say about those types, right? What do they say? Good in the sack. Okay. (laughs) I would think those types probably are. However, I mean, it's got to be if you're if you're yelling in public, I can't imagine what kind of shit goes down when the doors are closed. Holy cow. Me neither. Okay, so listen, I'm not just speculating this. Because she must have been really good. I read multiple of her former lovers say that was the case, that Tracy could throw down some, you know, hot, sweet loving. Mm -hmm. In 1993, her boyfriend, Lee, told his mama she was the best sex he'd ever had. Told his mom? His mama. Yes. (laughs) That's extra. (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know that i ever want to hear that from my son i i do not think so well lee's mama says he bedded more women than eating hot dinners so that was quite the compliment (laughs) (laughs) they had a real close relationship something yeah lee's mother and father both warned lee that they got some vibes that Tracy wasn't perhaps an ideal match for him. She seemed to be that special combo of peanuts, butter, and jelly. But Lee was not trying to hear it. He had met her at a nightclub in 1994 when Lee was working as a bus driver and Tracy was working as what they call a barmaid. Maybe they still use that term in the UK, but now you get canceled if you so much as call someone a waitress. So I will say she worked as a server in a pub. Okay. (laughs) Even though every article says barmaid. Okay. Lee also had a daughter around the same age as Tracy's. So, you know, they had more in common besides both being attractive and having the hot sex. So after three months of dating, they moved in with each other. 
from the get, things were tumultuous. As they say over there, they had a lot of rows. I might bring that into my vocabulary. Well, People be rowing. Rousing? <laughs> rowing. Oh, row. Well, wow. okay. So next time you guys get in a fight, you and your husband just be like, no more We rowing. had a bit of a row. <laughs> Don't row with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, apparently Tracy was particularly jelly of Lee's baby mama, and she would accuse him of still being in love with her. And Lee would return the favor and accuse Tracy of having a thing for her baby daddy. The rows often got loud enough for the neighbors to complain, and it was enough for Lee to periodically move back in with his parents for a week or two. But inevitably, him and Tracy would get back together. But as they do, over time, things escalated. Friends of Lee's say they saw scratches, even bite marks on him after the two had gone at it. Lee's parents would try to convince him not to get back with her each time he ended up at their house after another row. So I don't imagine when after six months together, Lee and Tracy getting engaged led them to throw them like a Pinterest-worthy engagement party to celebrate the occasion. Right. After the engagement, the back and forth continued with Lee and Tracy and Lee would end up at his parents and they would ask him what he was doing and remind him he could have any number of women that just, you know, weren't so extra. But Lee wasn't trying to hear it. Lee told his mother Tracy was the love of his life. Side note, PSA, that is not love. Love doesn't look like that. That is intoxicating drama mixed with hot sex, which Yeah, which is a trap many of us confuse with love when we're young. And Lee was only 23 when he met Tracy. Tracy was 27. Well, listen, I think people have that at any age. I've seen it. It's true, but I feel like it's more common. It's more common in your early 20s. Yes, for sure. And maybe that's just because maybe we experienced that at one point or another. Just say, (laughs) yeah. Well, there are those of us that are lucky enough to grow up, evolve, and get out of those types of relationships that resemble matches and gasoline. But Lee wasn't one of the lucky ones. On December 1st, 1996, a man visiting a cottage on a rural road heard Tracy screaming and lying on the side of the road next to Lee's lifeless body. He called the police immediately, and Tracy was taken by ambulance to the hospital, and Lee was pronounced dead. She was covered in bruises. According to Tracy, what happened was on their way home from the bar, Lee had gotten into it with the driver of another vehicle via road rage. That's always a bad thing. It is always a bad thing, right? The vehicle was a dark-colored Ford Sierra. She said it had been riding their butt. She said they were playing a bit of cat and mouse and it had flashed, been flashing its lights and honking when they turned onto this rural road and the vehicle was still following them. They decided to pull over. And when they did, the driver of the Sierra pulled over as well. Lee got into a confrontation with the driver, who she said was a dark haired young man, maybe 19. 
She said she decided to get out of the car too. And so did the passenger of the Sierra, who she said was a fat man with staring eyes. Side note, I hate referring to people as fat. Yeah, you do. But also what (laughs) that is not like that is no description. Sorry. Like, what does that even mean? I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are Tracy's words. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, she didn't get a clear description. Well, no. Yeah. So anyways, she said the fat man called her a slut and hit her, knocking her to the ground. The next thing she remembers was seeing him hitting Lee and then speeding away. When she could get herself up to check on Lee, she couldn't find a pulse and she began screaming. And that's when the man visiting the cottage found her with Lee, who had been stabbed 42 times. Whoa. So the media is all over it. I mean, not just because they like reporting senseless acts of violence, but because Tracy and Lee were very attractive. The media likes pretty people. And remember those glamour shots Tracy had taken? Yes. They were splashed all over the press. Two days after the incident, Tracy gave a press conference. It was bananas. She walked out with a black eye and repeated the events that led to her fiancé's death. But she confused some of the details that she had told the police at the hospital, and the media just wanted to clarify. And also, she pleaded for the driver to just turn himself in because he was in no trouble at all, she said. To which the police sitting next to her were thinking, well, uh, that's not entirely true. He's a murderer, basically. Yes. Yes. She's yeah. saying the passenger was the murderer. But, oh, you know, he so he wasn't in any trouble. He should just turn. Himself right. In. Right. OK. But you're still in trouble. Well, you're an accessory. Right. Yeah. Also, she inadvertently gave them a glimpse of the part of her personality that was not real likable. So when she first starts speaking, she's kind of speaking meekly and looking down And then as she gets more into the story, her face becomes more and more animated and aggressive. There is this shot of her, we'll definitely post it, that it's just her making the worst face ever. And, you know, you just see that she can be a very different person than the woman in those glamour shots. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the press conference, both the reporters that were present and the detectives accompanying her began to think something about this is actually not smelling right now. And they were right. Spoiler, she she made it up. So the whole thing, the whole thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I just bet those officers felt less than smart. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. When it occurred to them that the hot blonde they had been, like, coddling because she was the hot blonde, right? And people believe attractive people, like I always say, 
was she was actually responsible for a brutal murder. And now everyone is going to know what a bad call they made because they let her hold a press conference about it. Can you imagine if it was the other way around and it was like a man was there with a woman who had been stabbed to death and he said it was a a fat road rage man did it. Not me. I just think they would have probably found the holes in that story a little sooner. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like before I would the think press so. conference. Like, yeah. what does a fat man look like? Right. Right. Let's get a little more specific, right? Okay. So road rage stories are one of those things that just really strike a nerve with people. Road rage getting, you know so out of control that it results in death, like unbelievable playing on that type of nerve because we've, we've all been cut off or flipped off or honked at, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a thing. It reminds me of multiple stories that I have read now about women lying about attempted child abductions at places like Mm. Target, Mm -hmm. Ikea, Michael's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert bill portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com.
you know, it turns out a sure way to get a lot of followers on TikTok is to say you suspect someone attempted to kidnap your child for sex trafficking purposes. I had no idea. Funny you say that because (laughs) we uh, have not been very diligent about our TikTok, but somebody told us recently that we need to. So add it to the list. Yes. And all of you that look at TikTok, can you please go follow us? We're at Housewives of True Crime. And then we will start posting there. That's a good idea. But we are not going to say that our children have been abducted. By for any, sex trafficking purposes? For any kind of purpose, but definitely not for that at all. Yeah, because the problem is, is that no one with children can avoid those places. So it really plays on that vulnerability, which equals outrage and intrigue and, uh, you know, a lot of likes. That's annoying uh, AF. Yeah, the problem is it's a, it's a real vile thing to fib about. Okay, I just want to say that. Yes. Okay, it's possible after the press conference, Tracy got the sense that people might question her story. You know, since she had gotten her tongue a little tangled up and that would not work out for her. You might think that because the day after the press conference, she attempted suicide via overdose. Mm. But she was she was not successful. Mm -hmm. In the following days. While she's resting up at the hospital, the detectives put together all the evidence of Tracy's story being bullshit. For one, one big thing they missed right away was that there was no evidence on this soft rural road, like in the grass, of another car being pulled over at all. Which you would be able to tell. Yeah. Right? Also... Some people saw Lee's car that night driving down the road, and they were all sure that there was not another vehicle following him. A girl in another house close to the street also told them she didn't see the altercation, but she heard it, and she only heard a man and a woman fighting. Also, when Lee's body was found, his hand was still holding 80 to 100 of Tracy's long blonde hairs. So that, you know, that's pretty incriminating, right? Yes. And Tracy had blood all over her clothes, but it wasn't in the form of how you would find it if you were holding someone after the fact. It was in the form of spray. Like the kind you find on an assailant that's directly causing the wounds. She had stabbed him in the carotid artery which sprays a lot. By the way, I thought when you said he was stabbed 42 times, that was too many for just some guy that pulled over. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, totally. It's, it's way too many. That would be somebody, if that happened, they would stab him a couple of times until he fell down and then they would get in their car and speed away. That's right. But anyways, she stabbed him in the throat. I mean, that is like next, you shouldn't stab anyone, but throat stabbing That's so brutal. Well, I feel like if you throat stab, there's only one reason you're throat stabbing. Right? Yes. Okay. Well, you know, they collected her everything she was wearing at the hospital. They found an imprint. She was wearing like um, black 
I want to say faux leather boots. Okay. Like high boots, like all the way to the... No, like like mid-calf. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they found an imprint of the murder weapon, which was a pen knife in Tracy's boot. A pen knife? Like a tiny knife? Uh, I guess it's kind of like a Swiss Army knife, they say. Okay. They found the spring for the knife on the side of the road, mm-hmm. but they never found the murder weapon because they suspect that, like, she shoved it in her boot and then ditched it at the hospital. Oh. Which they say at the hospital, she asked extra times to keep getting up and go to the bathroom and such. Oh. Which they weren't suspicious of at the time, but, you know. After. Maybe somebody should have been keeping an eye on her. Yeah. They also found a black hat in a ditch near the scene. And when they asked Tracy about it, she said she recognized it as the one the killer was wearing. The thing was, the hat they found had a lot of black and white animal fur on it. And Tracy happened to have a black and white cat. So when they compared it, they concluded the fur was from Tracy's cat. And Lee's friends confirmed that was totally Lee's hat. I mean, it's just so that was like a real dumb thing for her to lie about. Oh, come on. She's not like a she's not a serial killer. No. Okay. So when Lee's friends chatted with the police, they also mentioned that it was not unusual for Tracy and Lee to get into some heated rows. But on the day in question, Tracy was extra heated because, once again, baby mama drama. I don't know exactly what the deal was, but it was something like Lee had the nerve to talk to the mother of his child. You know, she didn't, she didn't like that. This is why sometimes if you are a jealous person by nature, it is not a good idea to get into a relationship where there are previous children or spouses that have to be involved in your life on a regular basis. That's my PSA. You know, that is so true. You know who is like the best example of a step-parent situation? Trisha Yearwood. She again, calls her talking again. about Trisha Yearwood. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because the, we just were talking about her. So, you know, she calls herself, she coined the term. She doesn't want to be a stepmom. She's the bonus mom. Yeah. She doesn't want to take anything from the mama. And she's clearly like not jealous that she has a great relationship with Gar Scrolls. That's how my friend here is. She has uh, stepchildren and she's had them since they were, you know, they've, they're pretty much all grown up now, but she's had them since they were really little. And she's like, I'm their bonus mom. And they have a great relationship and she has no problem with their mom either. So it's it's a it's a real good thing. That's what I'm saying. If you're not jealous, then it will work. Yeah. You know, Garth even asked his ex-wife if he could propose to Trisha. Wow, really? I mean, that's extra, but th- like that's real I, nice. I don't Just know to if be like, I would be okay with that but (laughs) no but it's not it's it's kind of nice I mean it's just like showing her some respect like we're all we're all in this family together we're gonna raise these kids together I just you know want you to know I'm Mm -hmm. sure if she would have said no he would have said 
tough shit, but she didn't. Yeah. So all worked out. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Anyways, as soon as Tracy was discharged from the hospital because of her suicide attempt, she was arrested. Not surprisingly, after the arrest, she was less talkative. Mm -hmm. But she pled not guilty. At the trial, the public got to see the Tracy from the glamour shots. She came very made up. She testified at the trial, which blows my mind, right? And I couldn't get clarity on this. Like, do you have, the, in the UK, do you have to testify? I'm not sure. I don't I'm know. I'm still not sure. Well, she didn't do a very good job at it and was basically annihilated on cross-examination. There was a lot of like, um, well, I don't remember. Lee's mother wrote a book called Pure Evil, which I read, and the book is very well written. It basically is like her point of view from the night of the tragedy going through the courts and dealing with being involved in like a media spectacle. So Lee's mother, Maureen, carried herself, you know, very well, pillar of strength throughout the whole ordeal. But she did lose her shit one time during the trial. 
1995, Tracy had announced she was pregnant. And despite not being her biggest fan at the time, her and her husband were ready to happily welcome another grandchild. Then one day, Lee called them and said Tracy had fallen down the stairs while she was out and she's lost the baby. So Maureen and her husband went to be with Tracy and Lee after and console them. And, you know, she genuinely felt terrible for her, right? No one would wish that on anyone. Well, at the trial, Tracy admitted that she made the whole thing up about falling down the stairs. That, in fact, she actually had an abortion behind Lee's back. Oh, stop it. She said she told him about it in the heat of the moment, you know, months later. Okay, so hearing this revelation in court for the first time, Lee's mama blurted out, that lying bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And Tracy heard her in the witness box. Well. And, And then she demanded that she be taken out of the courtroom. She said... She wouldn't tolerate that while she was giving evidence. Like like she calls the shots or something, right? But the judge said he thought he just heard a cough. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in the future, comments from the gallery would have to result in people being ejected. Removal. Yeah. So Maureen was thankful for that. Yeah. And she kept her lips zipped from that point on. She wrote in the book, that moment did not help Tracy because it was a glimpse at her true colors and her hot temper, you know? Mm -hmm. She was right, I'm sure, because Tracy was found real guilty and given a life sentence, which does not really work like it works here in the States. Okay, so as I understand it, A life sentence in the UK comes with a term. There's like minimum terms for like different crimes. So Tracy's was 14 years. So after 14 years, she gets to be reevaluated and is eligible for release. I mean, so it's kind of like you get a life sentence, but no matter what, you get a parole. I don't know. At that point, she's on parole forever, though, because of the life sentence. Like, that's what the life part means. Okay. Okay, Yeah. So if she commits another crime, she goes back to the slammer. There's a lot of different things in different areas that are not like our justice system here. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works. I'm with it. Right. Yeah, sure. But I think if you have a lot of crime, then maybe the punishment should be a little more severe to dissuade the crime. Just saying. Yeah, but you know, I do like, I like, I think it's the UK where they have the guilty, not guilty, and not proven verdict. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good. Uh, yeah. But then you can go back. I bet that's what your your boy Woodruff or whatever would have gotten. Not proven. Not proven. And then at least he could live his life until they came back with evidence to convict him. And since he didn't do it, that wouldn't have happened. So it would have worked well, out. Well, 
here, you're not supposed to get sent to prison until there's like, you're proven be- beyond a shadow of a doubt, a reasonable doubt. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Oh yeah. A reasonable doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So he should not. I mean, I think there was reasonable doubt there, but the other problem is that we have a system that we choose jurors that are just anybody, right? They have no qualification to be a juror. It's just me and you or whoever, you know, registers okay. to vote. Okay. So, you know how I was telling you, I kind of threw my husband under the bus. The antifreeze? Last week. The antifreeze and his comments about, you know, who are you talking to about this? You don't know what you're talking about. Cars need antifreeze, right. et cetera. Yeah. I was like, that was a horrendous thing to say. It was terrible, right? You have daughters. Don't talk like that. Well, I just want to inform you. Karma came back to get him because mofo got jury duty <laughs> she's saying because he said i'm sure a bunch of women were saying that to you yeah yeah he was saying women don't know about cars yes don't worry i checked him yes people. she did don't worry he's not like a chauvinistic pig um, all the time just every Sometimes. now and then and then yeah. um and so he has jury duty okay listen i Knock on wood, I'm not ready to get jury duty right now, but I don't think I would mind jury duty. I think I would really enjoy sitting on a juicy case. Something real boring, not so much, but. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying at this point, I can manage to get out of jury duty and I think I've managed to get him out of jury duty, but I feel like this time he needs to do his civil duty, so I will not be. sending in that excuse for him <laughs> it's easy now you just call he's, up you don't even have to show up you just mm, call it is easy but you know uh he's not real good at completing those tasks himself you know yeah but by the way what i'm saying see they want to put him on a juror on a jury for somebody that could have committed a crime and he's a chauvinistic pig right <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Jeremiah. Um, I just, I would like a little bit more qualification to be a a jury member. That would be my thing for society. The other thing I would like, and you do see this everywhere, is like, it's not a game of the prosecution's going to win or the defense is going to win. These attorneys take it as like a game. And they have, they do whatever it takes to win. And it's like, dude, these are people's lives on the line. Don't do that. Actually find out what happened. Find the truth. Don't make up the truth so that you get a loss on your record. Yes. A lot of times ego gets involved. I, I agree. Well, maybe the Fred will get on a juicy crime and then he can... Be like a guest, uh, make a guest appearance. I've heard jurors on podcasts recount the trial and it was really good. Yeah. So if you were a jury member on a juicy trial, come be on our 
Patreon. We will love to interview you and I'm sure people would love to hear it. Yeah, totally. Hit us up for sure. So you have any more to this? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. So Tracy was sent to the pokey and it was there that she did something that usually we only dream about, Tab. She confessed. No way. Yeah. After 17 months in the slammer, she confessed, but she said it was self-defense. Listen, I don't disagree. Um, I mean, listen, I do disagree because it's 42 times, but I think their relationship was pretty hostile. So Yeah, you know, and in fairness, I tried to find evidence that Lee was abusive to her. But I have, and I'm not saying that he wasn't. And in my experience, usually it's a two-way street. But I will tell you, I did not find anything that said he ever. It was like mostly her directed at him is all I could find. But Tracy said that Lee pulled a knife on her. She need him to get it away and then used it to defend herself. But she didn't like give any specifics. I think she learned the first time. Don't give any details, right? The problem with her confession, Tab, is that Lee was stabbed 32 times in the back. So the self-defense argument doesn't really gel. Yeah. Right? That's like... Yeah, that's true. She stabbed him in the back until he was completely gone. And then she stabbed him in the carotid artery (sighs) and killed him. Okay, so let me ask you something. They're driving down the road, and they have to be fighting at this time. Yeah, they were fighting. So it wasn't, like, premeditated. She wanted to take his ass out. No, I don't think it, I don't think it was premeditated. But it was something about she got out of the car because she wanted to walk home. They'd been drinking, they'd been fighting over, you know, baby mama drama. And what they speculate is Tracy just had this, she was like, if I can't have him, nobody can. She just broke, snapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he maybe walked away from her or maybe he was walking home or something and she surprised him in the back and it just went from there but you know nobody really knows but tracy yeah okay so her confession even you know though questionable was still kind of vindication for lee's loved ones but mama maureen was like don't get it twisted we know why she confessed because if she ever wants to get released on her 14-year term she has to have shown remorse which i like that got to admit it yeah. right yeah and you can't just like admit it like the year before you know yeah that doesn't look good okay okay and also maureen says the only part of her confession that is true is the part where she murdered my son so tracy continued to be the ultimate thorn in maureen's side while locked up because the media was fascinated by her and continued to report how the clink was shaken out for Tracy, which didn't seem too bad. 
Tracy was like a celebrity behind bars. The other inmates took a real liking to her. She styled fashion shows for them, and prison staff filmed the occasions. <laughs> and they were set to, like, tabloids. Okay. Okay. They also reported Tracy had no shortage of girlfriends, right? So there was just a lot of intrigue around all parts of her life in there. In 2009, Maureen, as well as British taxpayers, were outraged when it was reported that it had been arranged for Tracy to have cosmetic surgery on the taxpayers, I want to say dime, but I'll say pound, to pence. the tune, pence, okay? <laughs> <laughs> How much? 5,000 euro, I think. It's got to be pounds. It is over there. Yeah, pounds. pounds. Okay, 5,000 pounds. Okay. That's a lot of money, man. What did she get done? Oh, yeah. She got her protruding jaw realigned. She says it wasn't cosmetic, that it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of people disagree with that. I don't know. She did have a real strong jaw. Too strong. I mean, Too- listen, I'm I'm working on the stronger jaw. I, I like the strong jaw look, but I do know when it gets too aggressive, like a Jay Leno type thing. Yeah, it wasn't Jay Leno-ish, but I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it was, was... it sharp, like a man? It was definitely... A- it was an identifying feature. Okay. Which is part of why it's sus because it was getting close to her possible release yeah. date. So you could speculate that someone maybe liked her enough to give the go ahead to help her change her appearance. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of stuff they do with those jaws. Uh, I know the Kardashians work all on that. Yeah, Although, you know, Uh, Kim Kardashian went on and said she had like no plastic surgery or something crazy. And it's like, girlfriend, let's just not even fool ourselves, you know? Right. I know. Yeah. Well. And it's fine. You want, you be you. Do you. Just don't lie about it. Just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you don't want to say, just be like, yeah, I've had stuff done. I'm not going to tell you what, but. Fuck, I look good. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with doing it if it makes you feel better or whatever. I I just think maybe there's something wrong with doing it when you're real young. Well, we talked about that on what Patreon last week. It was like, I mean, just be real careful if you are in your 20s or below and you are filling your face up because that stuff stretches and then you have wrinkles later on in life that you can't can't fill enough you know also i think maybe you're not wise enough in your 20s to fork out real cash to go to a real doctor and (laughs) real cosmetic surgery costs a real lot of money yes it does you're like i'm gonna go to that guy that has a billboard on the side of the street you know (laughs) there's one in la it's called (laughs) dr fat off (laughs) Like, don't go oh to Dr. Fatoff. Like, oh my gosh. That is, I mean, wow. I, if, if, um, it probably works. It's got a big billboard on in Los Angeles. So I'm sure the billboard works and maybe he's good. I don't know. I just I'm would sure be a sus. the billboard sus. works. Yeah. 
I did that. I went to like, I answered one of those ads that was like lose inches, you know, with the hot waist and it had like the tape measure going around it. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Gave all my hard-earned waitressing money, sorry, serving money to those people. It didn't do shit. It did So it works because they make money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Anyways. she's out. She's out. Okay. So she, yeah. Okay. It was also reported that at one point that Tracy had given the kiss of life to another inmate who was found tied up with duct tape. And for her heroics, this was meant her sentence was going to be commuted. So they were like speculating like, oh, they're about to commute her sentence. And so they're letting her have cosmetic surgery, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, when that happened, that article came out. Maureen wrote the governor and said, what the hell? Like, do not. She murdered my son. Right. Yeah. Okay. And she received word that that story was, in fact, false. But in 2011, she learned it was sort of true. Because she received another letter informing her that Tracy was being released since she had been a model prisoner and saved the life of another. So her minimum term was being granted. Mm. She dyed her hair black and changed her name to Jenna Stevens. You know, she kind of looks like Monica Lewinsky now. Okay. The whole time I was looking at pictures of her, I was like, she looks like someone familiar who is it? Who is it? And then it occurred to me. It's, it's someone who used to do my hair. Oh. I'm going to send you a side-by-side. But um, I can't post it because last time I did a side-by-side, I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> People do not like being compared to criminals. They do not like being compared to criminals. Even if you're saying nope. they're very beautiful. Attractive. It's yes. true. Right? Yeah. Okay. So... Just take my word for it. Doppelganger. One's here. One's across the pond. Okay. Okay. Okay, So since she dyed her hair and changed her name to Jenna Stevens, she's kept a pretty low profile, except she had a big old wedding. Oh. Big wedding. Big white dress. The whole thing. At this time, she was 48, too. It was widely reported. This, she was, you know, the road rage faker was uh, marrying a man she met at a pub. Tracy's daughter, who was seven when her mother was locked up, says she's not the psycho she's portrayed to be. Okay. Um, I hope that's true. Yeah. She's free free as a bee now. Lee's daughter, who is now also grown, feels different. She told the son that she found it disgusting that Tracy chose to have her hen party which I'm assuming is like a bachelor bachelor, party. Yeah. Yeah. On Father's Day. And she dressed up in a sexy cop uniform and, you know, went out and reportedly had a real swell drunken night and got much attention from men. Um, I do find the whole Father's Day maybe a little insensitive. Yes. Yeah, and the cop uniform. I think maybe she should, you know. Tone it down just a little bit. Take it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can all agree with that. Right. It is 
you know, it is just very sad for all the family members that are collateral damage, but especially Lee's daughter, who has had to see yeah. headlines about her father's killer nonstop. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they really, really will report anything that has to do with her. I found this article that I have to mention about this guy who said he met Tracy, who told him her name was Tony, while she was out on bail and, you know, before the trial. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he had a week long affair with her at a soccer tournament. Anyways, his wife suspected it. And he denied it at the time. But one day when the news was on, his 10-year-old son was like, hey, daddy, that's the lady on the news you were with at my soccer tournament. And then you know what this guy decided to do? Come clean. Come clean and tell the worlds of the affair that ruined his marriage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He gave a story and said... As I, I quote, like all the details, she was mad for sex. She pulled my trousers down, took off her <laughs> oh tracksuit, and sat astride me. From the start, Stop she it. was the dominant one and led the way. All I had to do was lie there. Why did he decide to put this out in the news? The fuck, right? Yes. He just, no one had to know this. Well, now we all do. Thank you, Gretchen. So his poor, <laughs> I'm not saying his name, but his poor kid, it's like traumatic enough. You don't want them to turn out like Tracy. Try to avoid as much trauma on your children as possible. I know. All right. But you yes. know, some people will do anything for their 15 minutes, even admit that they bone Tracy while she was on bail. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So that's it. That's a wop. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to Crazy Tracy. Hopefully has turned her life around and is now happily married, living a more quiet, quiet peaceful life. You know how Doing we said. a lot of yoga, yeah, maybe. You know how we said, well, dude, remember that yoga teacher that killed the, oh, yeah. the girls? So I don't know if yoga is it, but. Smoking a uh, lot of pot. Sure. CBD, whatever, whatever keeps her mellow. That's yes. what she needs. Yes. Yes. I don't, I wonder if it's legal in the UK. Anyways, even if it's not, I'm sure you can get a gummy here or there. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more of us, we are on patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. We give you one episode additional on Thursdays. So catch us there. And we're also on Facebook. We're going to start TikToking, so be ready for it. Follow us, please. And Instagram, we're going to get our social media on somehow. And I think that's it. So clink, clink, guys. Clink, clink.